0: What's up y'all, it's your man Ernest or you love Ernest, same guy, different name back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast so fortunately I have to do this episode and it is dedicated to all the lives that were lost and not only the two recent mass shootings, I think two or three recent mass shootings, but all of the mass shootings Um, here in the United States which has been a lot and in other countries as well. Um, so this, yeah, this uh, this episode is dedicated to to the victims and the victims' family. Uh, every time this stuff happens, I feel like I'm at a loss of words because I don't want to say the. Because I, I feel like I only have a few words, actually, to say. So it's, I'm kind of at a loss of words. Um, because it's like I, I say the same thing over and over again. And sure, it may seem disingenuous to not have anything new to say. But how can... Like, what else can I say that al- that hasn't already been said? Um... You know, when these situations happen, I tend to stay quiet unless I hear something or something comes up uh, to where I feel as though I want to share my input. And that's what the this episode is going to be about, really. Just me sharing my input on uh, this idea that people bring up. When you have white mass shooters. And yes, this only happens when the mass shooters or the mass murderers are white males. So this idea of let's not show their face all over the news. Let's not share their name. I'm going to talk about that. This this in in this first segment. So in a few minutes. And afterward, I'm going to talk about this. Other idea that I see people bring up about uh, other people getting mad at individuals who bring in politics whenever we have these tragedies and they'll say things like uh, the, the dude C.J. Pearson says something like why can't we look at these things as just tragedies and use it as a, a as a, an opportunity to come together instead of being divisive and bringing up politics and all that other stuff, right? Because politics can be a very divisive, uh, you know, situation. So that's going to be the second segment that is discussed in this episode. But like I said, the first segment is talking about, uh, not showing the faces and the names of these mass murderers, right? That's, a crock of shit. Like I said. Um, I said it that. This idea only comes up. When it comes to white men. And it's only. that This idea of. Let's not show the faces. Or the names of these mass murderers. This is only a. A, a ploy to try to preserve. The image. Of white men. Being non-violent. The stereotype that wants that the media and those in power that want to push around is that us black men are the violent ones. Muslims are the ones to be feared. Black people in general, but specifically black men and Muslims and Mexicans or other uh, immigrants from uh, Latin America or whatever, that... Other ethnic groups should be feared. We are the terrorist, right? Especially if you're Muslim. We are the terrorists, though. We are the threat to American commun- Americans' communities or America's communities. And then other countries look at us as threats as well. Such as if we are just simply walking the street trying to get a bite. Um uh, And we're harassed by people of that country. And we, we, we meaning black folks, we still get in trouble for that shit. Like this shit you saw uh, what happened with ASAP Rocky in Sweden. This is the image that they want to continue to paint. This is the narrative that they have painted and they want that narrative to to continue to uh, be out there. So, when they say shit like, let's not show the name and face of these mass murderers because it's just going to inspire people to do the same. That's bullshit because they don't even believe that. That's not why they don't want the name and faces of these mass murderers to be shown. The reason why they don't want the mass, the name and faces of these mass murderers to be shown is because, damn it, it wasn't a Muslim. Damn it. It wasn't a black man. It was a white man. So, they know how powerful the media is. Shit, they use the media as a tool to trick people into thinking that black folks are violent this that and the third black men are to be feared they use the media to tricking people into thinking that mexicans and all these other immigrants are the problem with the american economy and they're taking all the jobs and whatnot they use the media to trick people into fearing all muslims so if you see a woman in her traditional muslim garments you are to attack her on sight because she might do something if you see uh, muslim men on planes and they're in their traditional Muslim garments you are to be feared and you are to supposed to ask your flight attendants to get them off the plane because you don't want another 9 to occur right they ain't saying nothing when the these attackers happen to be Muslims when these attackers happen to be Black people. When a black man happens to be on the news because of an act of violence or a crime that he has committed. You don't want to hide these men's faces. You don't want to hide these Muslims' faces. You don't want to hide their names and everything. Even when. Young black men and young black boys are gunned down by the police or wannabe police officers. You have, instead of sharing a picture that is a wholesome picture of them, maybe a picture of them smiling, maybe a graduation picture, a school day picture, or whatever, right? You have certain news outlets that will purposely look for a thugged out looking picture of that teenage boy, that young black man. And then share that photo. Or just share a photo of them not smiling. I, I remember when the dude Attica. When the news was reported about the dude Attica, uh And his uh, apparent suicide, right? They were showing pictures of him just me mugging and grilling and making him look like this fucking evil dude, right? Again, this is the media. The media now. People can say, "Well, you shouldn't take pictures like that if you don't want the pictures to be exposed." And how many of how many white girls got pictures of dicks in their fucking mouths on Facebook? I'm not saying all, but let's keep it a buck. How many pictures of white boys got pictures of uh? How many white boys got pictures of them with holding guns, putting up the middle finger, uh, you know, maybe dressed in blackface. But if something were to happen to them, the media is going to find a wholesome picture of them, an appropriate picture of them, them on their graduation day, them smiling, them probably chilling at the beach, having a good old time. You know, when 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 white dads end up going crispin wall, and I don't mean no disrespect, but shit. It's it happened right when they go straight up crippling cross face Crispin wall status on their entire family and kill their family and then kill themselves. they show the picture of the dad and the family just having a good old family outing They don't show the man uh, uh they don't show a picture of the man mean mugging they don't show a picture of the man holding up guns and shit. And the thing is, he may even have a picture of him where he's not even smiling. A family photo of them when the family doesn't even look happy. Or they look scared. The media. The media is what wants you to not say these dudes' names and show their faces. Simply because they have a fucking agenda to push. Don't let them bullshit you into thinking that it has anything to do with them trying to protect the victims families, the victims of this guy's family saying things like, "Oh well, if they have to see the face of the the person who who killed their daughter, their son, their their loved one, that has to be traumatizing." You don't think that them not being able to talk, touch, see that family member, that loved one ever again. You don't think that's traumatizing enough? This has nothing to do, nothing to do with With you caring about the victim's families. It's all about protecting an image. An image you cannot protect because you are making this false narrative. So you can get the fuck out of here with that fake bullshit. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. Because a picture... Of, cause if you're gonna say some stupid shit like that, then why have the if the perp is brought in alive, like the mass shooter of the Dayton Ohio uh situation, if they are brought in alive, and then they are brought brought to trial at court, guess who is at the court to see the uh the the uh perpetrator, the families. The families of the of the uh, of the, the the families of the victims. So, if you're so about protecting the family, right, and saying things like "Oh, they 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 should not know the face and the name of the individual," therefore, so because it's, it's just going to cause more trauma. What you think is going to happen if you think that's the case and that's your logic. Wouldn't the family seeing the murderer face to fucking face in a courtroom create some type of trauma? Seeing the man who killed their loved one would not create some type of trauma as opposed to seeing their mugshot on a fucking TV screen. Y'all don't think these things through, uh, through, do y'all? Y'all make these arguments, and in a way, I don't. I don't blame y'all for not thinking them through because motherfuckers is idiots. You have people who eat that shit up, but at the same time, not everybody's an idiot. See, you got people like me. Who know the game. Who know what's up. Who understand. Why shit. Is being portrayed the way that it is being portrayed. So you can try. Any method all you want. To preserve your white male innocence. Preserve this false image of. White men being non-violent. That is just the niggers and the Muslims and the 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 wetbacks and the spicks that you're supposed to fear, right? That we're the groups that are supposed to be feared, not the white men who have been terrorizing everybody way before the news was created way before violent video games were created way before violent movies violent violent literature violent anything art was created okay Anyways, this is this will not be a long episode. I just have to say share my thoughts on this and then the second topic like I said I was going to do. Once again, um condolences, love and support to all the families and the victims. I don't know what else to say. If there's any other way I can help any way of donating something or spreading the word to, uh, whatever, uh, let me know. But that's all I have to say about this first segment. Stay woke, people. Let's get into the second segment. All right, so we back and I'm here to talk about, uh, tragedies and politics and, all this other shit. So, like I said at the beginning, if you, for some reason, didn't hear that part, uh, basically, uh, in this segment here, I'm gonna talk about uh, the aspect of bringing up politics when these tragedies happen. Tragedies such as mass shootings and stuff, uh, and terrorist attacks in general, when they happen. Uh, Should we bring in politics about it or should we do as CJ Pearson, um, stated, and we should just use that as an opportunity to come together instead of bringing in politics and politics is a known divisive, uh, or can be a known, uh, can be a tool of, to divide people, right? Yeah, um, I will say, number one, I don't think CJ Pearson truly believed that. I think that he, like most, uh, I guess political pundits have an agenda and they have, um, yeah, they have an agenda, uh, and, what he said sounded good I'm not going to sit here and say it wasn't something that we should we as society and people it's not something that we should not consider doing Um, but I would want somebody who is actually genuine in that approach to have made that type of comment not somebody who I feel only made that comment because uh, it made because this situation made his political party look bad because the Dayton Ohio shooter wrote a manifesto um, and was clearly a Trump supporter and clearly idolized Trump to the point where he. Uh, again wrote a manifesto and in that manifesto i'm not gonna read it i don't have it on me uh but he mentions things about how uh he mentions a lot of the he he says a lot of the link he uses a lot a lot of the same language trump you has used in his speeches about uh you know getting rid of those people you know um and just a lot of the hate speech that Trump has used, the hate rhetoric Trump has used in his speeches, was in this dude's manifesto. C.J. Pearson is a Trump supporter. I think what C.J. was doing was trying to not only protect his ass because he know he's a smart individual who knows that. Uh, He cannot defend this man's actions. So instead of saying. Wow. Trump inspired this man to do what he did. I might have to rethink my support of Trump. And I might have to look at Trump differently. Because a lot of what this man said in his manifesto. Trump had said in his speeches. A lot of the mindsets behind it, Trump shares those same mindsets and inspires, uh, and his base shares those same mindsets as well. Instead of doing that, CJ went to the route of, guys, let's not fight. Let's not argue. Let's come together and kumbaya. Any other time, he's calling liberals libtards and shit. Any other time, he... Wants to not, uh, join hands and be kumbaya with, uh, opposing or different political parties. He wants to shove in their face how stupid they are, libtard or retarded that they are. That's what they really mean. Uh, when they use the word libtard, um, he wants to shove in their face how you know just how dumb and belittle them and how he believes they're stupid but when it comes to this situation he wants to work together cj and everybody else who thinks like cj why would you want to work with somebody you think is so fucking stupid that you consider them retarded would that make you retarded if you want to work with retards I know that's a word we can't use, but let's keep it real. We keep it real over here. I keep it real over here. That's exactly how they view this. That's that's where the term libtard came from. Liberals or retarded liberals. Basically, that's what libtard means. So when people use it, that's what they mean. CJ has no problem any other time using that type of language to describe people who are liberals or the Democrats in general. But this time he wants to come together. That's why I say I don't believe he truly believes in that sentiment. Now again, like I stated before, I believe somebody who is genuine in that approach should be able to make those comments and people who are genuine and wanting, wanting to come together together no matter their political differences, should be able to do so without judgment because we as people should be able to do that with all of our differences And in, 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 in general. We don't all have to be the same, but we should not be shamed for our differences either. Now, I say all that just to say that it is impossible not to bring up politics in these situations. Especially when you have somebody who carried out a terrorist attack that was clearly political-based. Based Based in hatred, but political-based as well. It was 50-50. Part of it was 50% of it was hatred. The other 50 was political based. This man clearly made it clear. That he was a Trump supporter. He wanted to carry out the things Trump was saying in his speeches or has said in his speeches. And he also made it clear that he hates these groups of people simply because of, once again, going back to politics, stuff Trump has said about these groups of people. Mexicans but these groups of people meaning immigrants how can you deny the political aspect of this attack in this situation in general you can't deny it it's there it's clear it's clear as the sun is right now that I'm looking at outside of my window it is that clear people y'all bring this shit up just to deflect just like those who bring up let's not say their name and face use it to deflect Republicans masters of deflection that's what y'all do that's why I'm always in awe when I see a Republican who actually does a politician in general what, what, no matter their, their 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 political party, but Republicans in general because since they are the masters of deflection, Democrats Democrats are the masters of, of deception. Republicans are the masters of deflection, right? So when I do see a Republican who doesn't deflect, Who does keep it a buck and say, yo, this is fucked up. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Just like when I see a Democrat who is real and is not trying to deceive anybody and says, yo, this is the problem. This is what's really going down. This is how my political party really thinks. I'm not trying to deceive y'all no more or I'm not trying to be a part of the deception. Just like uh, if a Republican were to say, I'm not trying to be a part of the deflection. I'm surprised by that. But I have yet to see any Republican come out and try to not be part of the deflection, whether they are a political pundit like C.J. Pearson or a political uh, politician like Trump you trump and politician in the same word right but that's that's presidents are politicians and yeah i know it's ill but shit it is what it is right and i'm not saying it is what it is as in we should ignore it i'm saying it is what it is as in let's deal with reality the reality is trump is now a politician a really bad one but he's a politician But whether he's a, whether you consider him a politician or not, he's still deflected. CJ's still deflected. Republicans are still deflected. You y'all want to play and blame video games and shit? No. Let's not. Let's look at the what's the real issue I had. I'm not gonna bring up the issue. You wanna know why? We know what the fucking issue is. It's been brought up many a times before. And I don't really want to continue wasting time bringing up the issue. I say all that just to say once again, we should bring in politics during these situations. Why? If it's e if it's if it's if it's a clear political agenda, Why not bring in politics? Why we? Why we? Why are we bringing in video games, violence, when the issue is when the man clearly stated why he did what he did? He didn't say it was because of Grand Theft Auto Online or Fortnite or Call of Duty or uh, Apex Predator or any other violent video game out there. He didn't say that in his manifesto. Not one time did he mention the words "video" and "games" together. Heck, I don't even believe he mentioned the word "video" or "games." Before I end off, though, I know this is supposed to be about uh, this segment was about the, uh, you know, bringing in politics and or kumbaya. Like I stated before, yes, we should be as a society be at the level to where in 2019, going on 2020, we should be at the level. We're not there, but we should be at the level of not being so divisive because of our differences. But we are that way because some differences are so har- so harmful to society. So we have to call call out those differences, right? Especially when you have political parties, whether you're of the left or right or in between, and you are not checking your own people. See, if more people did more checking of themselves, of their community, of their group, you wouldn't have motherfuckers like me doing it all the time. If more cops were to check the bad cops you wouldn't have motherfuckers like me screaming fuck the police or having mistrust in the police any type of disdain for the police that's that but I want to talk about the FBI since we're on this idea of accountability I might as well end off the episode here I heard the FBI investigated this dweeb the dude who fucking killed the peeps and once again another person investigated by the FBI i think the dude's mom called the police on him and FBI was contacted and they said well you know he's not breaking the law by having an AK47 granted he may not have been breaking the law by owning an AK47 But if mom Dukes is saying, yo, my son is, I think my son is about to do something crazy. He's been acting weird and crazy. He's got this shit going on and he's just, I don't trust him. And he's got this AK-47. I'm going to need y'all to do something about it. Y'all response is, well, he's not breaking a law by owning an AK-47. Sorry, mom. We have other things to do. Bye. This is another situation, just like the kid who shot up his high school, right? Or shot up uh, a few people of his high school. He was making threats. He was suspended from school. He should have been expelled and shit should have been happening. Uh, he should have been locked away. But he was expelled or whatever because he, I think he either threatened a teacher or uh, a classmate overheard him making threats or whatever and then told the principal or whatever and then he got suspended and then within that suspension day that's when he planned out his uh, his attack and then when he came back that's when the attack occurred but the FBI once again was contacted and they did nothing to prevent this FBI FBI ha ha you listening I said are you listening y'all want to consider the Black Panthers a terrorist group and totally ignore the KKK the KKK is doing shit right now terrorist attacks right now still nothing y'all have actual homegrown terrorist making manifestos and, and all this other stuff you have all the evidence here you got mom dukes calling the y'all on their sons their kids and nothing now if we can't trust the word of mom dukes who can we trust who are we gonna believe I should say Because what, I mean, there are some terrible mothers out there who will try to get their child children locked up or in trouble because they're terrible mothers. But let's keep it a buck. What mother out there is going to actually try to not want to protect their kid? And if they know if they turn their kid into police custody or FBI custody, that their kid could potentially be in trouble and get harmed a mother who cares more about the impact of what their child could do than her own selfish well this is my son you know and I want to protect him sure you can still want to protect your son while they're in FBI custody but if mom Dukes was trying to get her son locked up. FBI. I know there's some mothers who work for the FBI. And I'm not saying they, the mothers who work for the FBI overlooked this situation because I'm willing to assume it was some dumb fuck men out there who said, well, your son is not breaking the law by owning the AK-47. And even if, you know, she didn't have really hardcore evidence, she just was like, I saw my son with an AK-47, y'all need to check this nigga, right? I hope she didn't use those words verbatim, but what if she said something to that effect that my son got an AK-47, y'all need to come check this nigga real quick, or at least ask him what the fuck is going on, use your expertise to see if this man is going to carry out some terrorist attack." Because I ain't raised no terrorists. So. Y'all couldn't do the bare minimum to at least check out this man. Y'all want to. Whatever the fuck y'all got y'all was doing at the time. Y'all wanted to do that. And I'm not saying that. Whatever else they could have possibly been doing may not have been impor- as important or possibly more important than checking out uh, this dude. And the reason why I'm saying this dude, the reason why I'm not saying his name is because I honestly did uh, his name is Chris something, right? Um, I may be mistaken, but I didn't want to know dude's name. I wanted to see his face. The thumbnails is, is him. I wanted to see his face. I wanted to see what he looked like. I wanted to not see video footage of him holding the AK and walking into the Walmart. Walmart, your security got to be on. Never mind that. Um, but not doing all of that. But I wanted to use this opportunity once again to... See what people were going to say. See how people were going to react. I have my assumptions of how people were going to react. But I want to sit back and see what's what. So I'm not saying dude's name because I forgot dude's name. And yes, I could look it up now. But... We're 21 minutes into this segment and I don't feel like doing so. And I got to wrap this episode up anyways. I don't want to make it a particularly long one. But FBI, do your fucking job is what I'm going to end off the episode by saying. This is yet another motherfucking attack that you all fucked up on. Yes, the blood is on your hands. Now all of the blood clearly because you didn't carry out the attack as you did prior terrorist attacks in the past in the United States don't think I forgot about those shits but the blood is still on your hands just like I tell police officers who claim they are the good cop oh yeah Tamir Rice this blood is still on your hands you ain't do nothing to check those fools. Sandra Bland You can say well she killed herself She killed herself so the blood is on her hands Nah The blood's still on your hands Good cop All these other folks Who were killed by the police The blood is on you all's hands If you don't want that Clean off your hands And make it right Call out Do something That's how I'm going to end off this episode. Once again, rest in peace to the victims. My condolences to the families. That's all I have to say. Uh, and that's all I can say and think of. If there's anything I can do. Other than making podcast episodes. Other than retweeting stuff. I will do that stuff. If 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 that's what you want me to do. But if there's more. I am gladly. I am open to hearing more possibilities until next time until next episode stay black if you're black stay beautiful black lives matter lgbt lives matter black women matter trans lives matter and i'm out peace